0: No matter what day and time we're in, there's instability. There doesn't seem to be just a regular baseline calm. You know, we go through bouts of where the the market is soaring and then we have bouts of correction where the market turns around and corrects itself. Ugh, it's unstable. It just seems like it's always kind of unstable. It ebbs and flows. What do we do? How do we handle it? Mm Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. Yes, hello. Welcome to the podcast, Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. You know, um, these podcasts look a little different and sound a little different than my normal podcasts look and sound like. And that is because we are in the middle of re Decorating and remodeling our cabin at Tamarack so we can spend more time there. And I don't have all my podcasting equipment yet at Tamarack. We're in the process of it. Literally, right now, as we speak, we are doing that. In fact, you might hear banging downstairs. That's my husband, Miles, doing some things. So, That's what's going on and why I look different. My lighting is different. I sound different, everything. But I'm still bringing you great content. And today is no exception. We're going to talk about how do you find stability in an unstable world. But first, let me read a couple of ratings and reviews. Uh, I thought this was really great. This is Five Star from Adrian. Stackley, Somerville, Tennessee. I just love these podcasts. I'm almost done listening to them all. The dynamic between Christy and Carrie is energizing and refreshing. The advice is a punch to the ever-expanding gut, (laughs) but due to their advice and tons of resources and the challenge, my gut is now shrinking. So, oh, you know what? She asked a question right here. She says, you offer so many great resources of information on Code Red, What would be the best video podcast or blog to send my friends and family to in order to get the best idea of Code Red and how to get excited and join? Boy, that's a great question, Uh, Adrian. Thank you for that. And I should have read your whole review through that way. I wouldn't have been, uh, but you know, authentic and real. There's a couple of different ways. It depends on how tech savvy they are, Adrian. If they're tech savvy, then send them this podcast. If they're They know how to use YouTube but don't really know how to use much else. Send them to my YouTube channel. They can binge watch all of those. But always the best way to get started is the 10-pound takedown, for sure. And they can join that challenge, and it's simple. It doesn't require somebody being tech savvy. I also have a PDF print off of what is code red. And it's a front and back four by six card that I could email you if you want to shoot me a DM on Instagram when you get this. Uh, thank you. This is a great rating and review. Thank you so much and great question. I appreciate that, Adrian. I had another one here. It is Kai Baby ninety nine. Maybe it's Kentucky. Kentucky Baby ninety nine. I wake up. She said this is my motivation. Five stars. I wake up every morning and turn on this podcast and it fuels my fire. It is real. It is raw. It is exactly what I need. And it has changed my life. Wow. Kentucky baby 99. I hope I got that right. Thank you for the rating and the review. Marissa J2 writes five star. Love her. Christy is so fun and so honest. She has pumped up energy and awesome take on food and nutrition. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your ratings and reviews. I do not take them lightly. Please understand that. Of course, when I say I read every one of them then I turned around, I didn't even read Adrian's all the way. So Adrian, sorry about that. All right, let's talk. How do you find stability in an unstable world? I have Christie's three ways to find stability in an unstable world. You might have other three ways that you wanna talk about, whatever. I'm the one holding the microphone. As they said, as Adam Sandler says on The Wedding Singer, I've got the microphone, so you're listening to me right now. These are Christie's three ways of finding stability in an unstable world. You know, it's funny because back in the Bible days, they always were saying, like, Jesus is coming back soon. And that was 2,000 years ago. And then now, you imagine, like, if they they were saying Jesus is coming back soon 2,000 years ago, you imagine... By now, he really should be coming back soon, right? Well, and the, the reason I bring that up is people are always saying like, oh, the world is so unstable. When they were saying that 72 years ago, the world is so unstable. Remember back in the 50s, they were saying the world is so unstable. And now we're saying nowadays, the world is so unstable. Now, I mean, we have a little more proof of that with COVID, with all the riots, with all the, with you know, but remember September 11, 2001? With the terrorist attacks, I mean, we felt really unstable then. Remember when the market crashed in 07? Actually, more like 08? We felt really unstable. So, we have had bouts as a country and as a human race of instability. We've had droughts, we've had uh, hurricanes, and we've had forest fires, and we've had all kinds of things that have made us feel unstable in a very unstable world. So, it just seems like No matter what day and time we're in, there's instability. There doesn't seem to be just a regular baseline calm. You know, we go through bouts of where the the market is soaring, and then we have bouts of correction where the market turns around and corrects itself. It's unstable. It just seems like it's always kind of unstable. It ebbs and flows. What do we do? How do we handle it? My first tip, And I wrote these down. I came up with them myself, but I wrote them down just in case. I have a little bit of a headache in my, I just started my period and I got a little bit of a headache in one of my eyes. And so I was a little bit worried that I would forget it because I came up with these three points and I was like, Ooh, that's good. And then I was like, ah, you better write them down. Christy, you know how you are. My first tip to finding stability in an unstable world is to figure out what you can control. And I think that it's more than what you think. I know it's more than what you think because I hear this all the time. And I speak on this. Whenever I go speak, I do three signature speeches. And one of them talks about kind of like this. And I I talk about what you can control. Control what you can't control. Look, I mean, you have so much control in this day and age, so much more than you even think. But I think as people, we just give in so easily. Well, that's fine. We give in. We want to please everybody. We do what everybody else wants instead of sticking up for ourselves and saying, you know what? Actually, I'd rather go to Longhorn Steakhouse because they have that ribeye steak that I like so much and that fits into my macros and can kind of fit it in my calorie budget. Tastes good. Or they say, I don't want to go to Longhorn because I don't want that loaf of bread. I mean, like stick up for yourself. Hey, listen, I can meet you for dinner. Sure. But it needs to be an early dinner. Let's say 3.30, like afternoon, because I I don't eat that late and I go to bed and I don't want to eat so close to going to bed on time. I go to bed, you know, at nine o'clock. We don't say that. We don't struggle for ourselves. We just don't. We just give in. I don't. When I say we, I'm trying to make you feel better. <laughs> I'm just trying to say the global we. I don't. I'm pretty rigid. I don't have a whole lot of give in me. I really don't. Even like on vacation. I mean, you guys have seen me go to Europe with miles, like I do my own thing, right? I mean, if I'm tired, I'll take a nap. If I want to go run, I go run. I don't really care what everybody else is doing. I do what works out best for me, but I'm pretty rigid that way. So you might not want to swing as far as I do, but we as a people, when I say we, I mean, mostly all of you listening, we just give give in, 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 and nobody's except for you. Therefore, nobody's taking care of you and you're not taking care of you. And then, you know, you end up having a weight problem and a health problem and you end up not getting what you need in order for you to feel healthy and happy and fulfilled. So what can you control? I get it that your dad's in the hospital. What can you control? You don't have to eat the food out of the vending machine. You can pack your own food. Well, what if you had to run out of the house and you didn't pack your own food, but you can skip a meal? What if you don't have your water? You can go buy some bottle of water. Like there is a lot more you can control. Nobody's shoving loaves of bread in your mouth. Nobody is making you go to the hospital cafeteria and eat macaroni and cheese and uh, chase it with a biscuit. Nobody's making you do that. I get it that the, the pull is strong because you're completely worn out. You have anxiety, sadness, your massive 10 out of 10 stress level. Like it's not easy to turn it down, but nobody's making you shove it in your mouth. You control the last eight inches from here to here. Ultimately, you make the decision. This is not prison. Even in prison, they don't shove things down your throat. So what can you control? You have to really think and stop being the victim and really think, or a martyr, what can I control? What can I do? Don't just give up. Think, get creative, think outside the box. The second way that you can find stability in an unstable world, find what you're thankful for. What can I be thankful for here? Gratitude. Because we get so hung up. I mean, you know, we joke, we say, oh, first world problems. But we get hung up in our first world problems. We get hung up in, and I, I do it too. I'm not passing judgment on you. I do it too. When we get hung up on Man, things that just didn't used to matter. And then all of a sudden the the rapper Biggie says, more money, more problems. Like you always wish for more money. And as soon as you get more money, then now you're worrying about crap that you never worried about before. What are you thankful for? I love, and I don't do it nearly enough. I don't, and I wish I did. I really like to go through the different things I'm thankful for, Uh, like I pray. And I'll say like, I have chronic back problems and I have herniated disc and uh, it's caused me all kinds of trouble. So on days, my back is not hurting. I am so thankful. I said, Lord, thank you so much that my back isn't hurting. Thank you so much that I have such strong legs, you know. Instead of complaining, oh, I got to go for a run. Man, I get to go for a run. I am so thankful I'm strong enough that I'm able to do this. I am so thankful that my bills are paid not so very long ago. Not so very long ago. I was washing dishes at a truck stop in Illinois to get enough gas money to continue on my journey. Yeah. Not so very long ago when the market crashed and I was living in on the Upper West Side in New York, I lost all of my clients in eight days and I had nothing. And I lost my apartment and I lost everything. And my dog Champ and I were sitting standing in the food bank line. Not so very long ago, my parents had overnight elk meat in the mail to me to feed me and my dog while I lived in New York City. Not so very long ago, I was borrowing money. Now I'm lending money. I could be back there like that. Things can change. I am thankful that the light bill is paid. I am thankful that I have the latest iPhone and then I'm I'm, my phone bill is paid i'm thankful that i can donate to the charities that i love like operation underground railroad and being a partner with joyce meyer ministry and crystalis the halfway house for women coming from prison reintroducing into society i am thankful i can donate to the idaho humane society where i adopted annabelle i am thankful that i have the money to be able to do that what are you thankful for Be grateful, find gratitude in things instead of just freaking complaining about the world is so unstable. Man, there's so much to be thankful for. There's so much that you can stop and say, okay, I'm just going to stop here and I'm going to rattle off 10 things I'm thankful for. I don't care if it gets silly. I mean, I'm thankful for my new Nikes. And it's not, you know, that might sound silly to you, but why not? Why can't I be thankful for my new Nikes? Suckers are expensive. The fact is you're wearing a pair of Nikes, you should be th- That's a pretty sweet gig right there. There is always something to be thankful for. And so for you to stop, instead of getting so freaked out about how unstable the world is, and you let your mind just go out of control and you get out of control with your thoughts and you start worrying and having high anxiety, number one, what can you control? concentrate on what you can control. It's more than what you think. Number two, make a list of things that you are grateful for. What are you thankful for? And number three, how to deal with the instability of this world. What can I do for others? Doing things for others is, uh, wow. It'll bring you back down to reality real quick. How can I serve others? what can I do for somebody else? It doesn't have to be money. My gosh, there's, I mean, it's endless. It's endless what you can do for others. It could be a, dropping a thank you note. It could be dropping a handwritten note in the mail. It could be giving somebody a hug if they're okay with hugs. It could be uh, leaving a big tip. I like to leave a big tip over the holidays. Uh, my favorite restaurant, everybody knows this is Elmer's. I love Elmer's over there off of Capitol in Boise. It's a breakfast joint. I love the wait- waitresses. I love the food. I love the atmosphere. I love Elmer's. It's a diner. And over the holidays, I like to bring a hundred dollar bills and I like to leave a hundred dollar bill. And I don't say that. I really hope that doesn't come off as sounding like I'm trying to show off or something, but I'm able to do that at this point in my life. So I would like to do that. And that's a lot of money that goes a long way for somebody who's working for, you know, two forty six an hour, like I want to try to bless somebody, but that's not the only thing that you, it doesn't have to just do with money. Don't just think, well, I don't have that kind of money. You can do something. How about paying someone a compliment? How about, man, how about just watching a kid for two hours while your girlfriend goes and gets a pedicure? Maybe you offer to watch your two-year-old. Maybe you help raise money. Maybe you share something on social media that helps make raise money. And I, I bring up fundraising because I want to, I'm not a good fundraiser. I'm just not, that's not my jam. I don't do well at it. I mean, I can only do what's in my heart. I mean, I don't, I'm not a naturally a good, I know there's some people that can just raise a lot of money. I just naturally just, I don't really have that in me, I guess. But here in uh, September of 2020, the Orfino, my hometown of Orfino, Idaho experienced massive wildfires. It destroyed uh, 13 homes and the town isn't very big. That's a lot of homes. And eight people came forward and asked for help. And so I started a fundraiser for them. And I was going to raise, my goal was $8,000, $1,000 for each family. Well, what I noticed, and and I say this only to make you aware that this is probably going to happen to you, what's going to happen to you when you start wanting to step up and do something for others is you're going to meet what's called resistance. You're going to meet, you're going to get someone who's going to say something nasty to you about it. And you're like wow, I'm doing something nice here. I can't believe they're not, not everybody feels the way you do. Not everybody is, not everybody's super overly proud of you for you stepping out to wanting to help others. And what I noticed is when I went to step out to go back to my hometown to start raising awareness for the families who have lost their homes and raising money, I didn't get a lot of community support. And, um, you know, at first it was shocking to me. I was like, wow, I'm not getting, I didn't get any support from the sheriff's office. I didn't get support from, I didn't get support. They wouldn't do interviews with me. They wouldn't, you know, and it was, I just couldn't seem to get a hold of anybody and nobody was willing to step up. And first I was like, this is bullcrap. I'm trying to help the community. Why am I not? And then I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Not everybody's on your side, even if you're doing the right thing. You're still going to get dirty looks. You're still going to get people who talk mean about you. You're still going to get people who talk smack. You're still going to get people who don't support you, who will not help spread your cause, who will not be happy for you. That is not the point. You do it anyway. Helping people does not come with certain criteria that have to be met in order for you to help somebody. So just expect... That there's going to be resistance, just expect that there are going to be people people who just don't support you. How can they not support me? I am helping others. They just don't. Look, hurting people hurt people. So you're going to come in contact with a lot of hurting people that don't want you to, they just don't want you to do it. They don't want you to to do anything good. They just want to make you miserable. So don't expect people to roll out the red carpet for you because you're volunteering at the soup kitchen. They don't care. So do it for the right reasons. Do it because it's the right thing in your heart to do. Do it because God sees. Don't do it because you think other people are going to see. It. In fact, don't. Definitely, the wrong reason to do something for others is to get attention for yourself. Don't do that. That's a you're treading in some, on some thin ice there. Don't do that. Do it for the right reasons. Do it even if nobody knows, and it's, it's actually better that nobody does if you can help it. You know, sometimes when I talk about the organizations that I donate to. I only say it to try to raise the awareness so that other people will donate as well. I want people to know that you don't have to give a lot, even $5 is a lot. You don't have to give $500 a month, you can give $5, and believe me, Operation Underground Railroad gets a lot of $5 donations. So I only say it for people to realize, wow, I think I can donate too. So helping others is a great way to deal with that instability because it it helps you realize how much good there is in the world. You know, if you watch the news, first of all, I would suggest you stop watching the news. But if you watch the news, oh my gosh, the news job, the job of the news station is to get eyeballs On their news story. How do they do that? By displaying and talking about the most shocking, outrageous crap that probably isn't true. That's how they keep their doors open. That's how they sell advertisements. They need eyeballs. And the only way to get eyeballs is to shock the heck out of people and lie. Why do you think they call it fake news? You know this. Why are you watching the news? It'll get you all worked up. They don't show the goodness happening. They don't show the children rescued out of child trafficking. They don't show the kids going to check on their elderly neighbor. They don't show that. They don't show it enough. They don't show the heroes. So you're not going to get celebrated more than likely. But God knows, and you know. And that person that you helped knows. So, one more time how can you create stability in an unstable world? What can you control? Stop, step back, find out what can I control? Number two, what can you be thankful for? Number three, what can you do for others? You will find so much peace if you try my three-step process. You will find so much peace. You will sleep better in a cool, dark room. (laughs) Code Red Rebels, sleep in a cool, dark room. Temperature below 70 degrees. Blue light blocking glasses from Swanwick. (laughs) you will be such a happier person if you are serving others and you're looking for things to be thankful for and you're looking for things, well, what can I control here? I'm not going to panic. There are things I can't control in the situation when it seems hopeless. A little bit of a different podcast for me, huh? Well, this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, I can't believe you would not get something out of it. So I hope you did. That is my heart's desire. I care about each and every one of you. Please understand that 10poundtakedown.com is the best place to start if you want to join Code Red Community and let me help you heal your body and lose weight, okay? There are other coaches out there that do other things. I'm a weight loss coach. I just got done talking to a girl who came to pick up some furniture in my house, and she said, well, will you write a, a program for me and then I'm going to turn and I'm going to gonna start CrossFit. Literally and I said, no, 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 I'm a weight loss coach. I'm a weight loss coach. If you need a customized workout program, I can send you to somebody else. My job is to get weight off of people. I can get fat off of you. I can get weight off of you. But <laughs> that's all I do. I'm a weight loss expert. There are lots of weight loss programs out there, but we would love it if you would choose ours. Because I know that the proper human diet is the best Diet for you, because that's what we were created to eat as humans, and that's what we've been eating you know for a millennia up until a hundred years ago, seventy years ago, until our when our health started just rapidly declining and we started dying of preventable diseases. So I don't want to see that happen to you, okay? It's not too late. Join a ten pound takedown challenge or skip to the front of the line and get yourself a custom program. that'll do it. All right, thank you for joining me. Good to see everybody here. I'll catch you on the next episode thanks so much for listening to this episode of rebel weight loss and lifestyle do you have a question that you would like me to answer raw and uncut on the podcast then all you have to do is head over to apple podcast on your phone or computer and do three simple things leave a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast and in that review ask anything you want related to health weight loss or mindset. And if you want a shout out, leave your Instagram handle or name. That's all. Then listen in to hear your question answered live, raw and uncut on the next Q&A episode. So I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.